Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. You know what cool is? You're looking at Nothing beats being Spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. I don't think I've ever gotten this far in the song. Carlito, Carlito, Carlito. I wouldn't have been surprised if it just like repeated itself. Yeah. I didn't even know that there was a second verse. There's actual lyrics. Oh my god. Ah, <laughs> uh, this harkens back to the days of the bushwhackers when they would lick your face and spread the germs that way and now it's it's over there's no more spitting of apples in people's faces but we had a return an awesome return in carlito and we will get to that all and so much more right here at sons of slam welcome everybody sons of slam show is in your ear spotify soundcloud apple podcast my name is chris mindell along with the reaper mr joe black how are you sir i'm doing well Nice little winter wonderland we got outside our uh, respective homes right now. Over here in in New York, Nueva New York. Uh, Yeah, it's coming down again. Uh, Yeah. We thought we were done. But no, we got pulled back in. I actually saw saw the 2009 Royal Rumble last night at Steve's house. And um, it was... It was Randy Orton. Randy Orton was the one, I believe, who won. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, it was definitely Randy Orton. Yes. I had picked, we, right before, it was me, Steve, and uh, and his buddy. And right before we started watching that rumble, we each picked one. We each picked one person. Okay. So Steve said Triple H. That's a good, that's a good one. Yeah, sure. That's, he's always a solid representation Absolutely. in the rumble. Absolutely. So, uh... I picked Randy just because logically I was like, Edge, Edge in 2010, it was Cena in 2008. Mm. I was like, it, it, it could have only been Randy Orton in 2009. Right. So, at least I, I, I won that. So I was very happy about that. But the point I wanted to bring up about it was Carlito was in that Royal Rumble. And he actually spit the apple into someone's face and i was like oh my god and there was like thousands of people in the in the in the arena mm. and uh it was uh n- nearly brought a tear to my eye <laughs> craving good. craving the uh the sardineness of yesteryear oh uh, yeah yeah it was it was very good to see him and uh not too many surprises in the rumble but we will get into all that good stuff and uh so much more here um 
on the week that was here. So uh, on Super Bowl Sunday, uh, this is a little, I'm sorry, the big game. Big game Sunday. The big game, yeah. The big game. Um, get your TVs, buy your TVs now for the big game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so is that. Yep, get your TVs for the big game. For the big game. Um, what game? We can't tell you. So, uh, but I do have money on Kansas City. So. You can go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get into. Uh, listen, I'm, I'm not going to put money on Tom Brady. Why not? Because just out of sure pure principle, I can't do it. If it was the <laughs> actual greatest quarterback of all time, you would have put money on him. As you Mr. wear, as you wear Joe Montana's jersey, is that no, number sixteen right here? Yeah, I think you're in denial. Um, anyway, denial. denial of, I'm just. I live in facts. That's it. <laughs> Uh, I would like to get uh, maybe by the end of the show, if not the end of the show next week, uh, some actual comparative stats between uh, TB12 and uh, and Joe, Joey Joey Montana. Well, I'll give I'll give you I'll give you the one right off the bat. Uh, Montana's got four. Uh, yeah, Montana's got four Super Bowl rings. Okay, Brady's got six. Go on. Brady's got six. Mm-hmm. Brady's also had eight appearances, I believe. Nine. I'm nine. sorry. Nine appearances. This yes. will be his tenth, his tenth appearance. Yes. Yep. So he is, what, six and three so far? Mm-hmm. Joe Montana never lost in the Super Bowl. <laughs> so I it's that I just put it to bed right, right there. Well, he never lost. It's, this is not, this he is, is not batting the, 1,000 in are, a Super Bowl. You are pulling the ESPN uh, blowhard uh, fact. Factoids where it's it all oh, Stephen to, A. Smith. The, it the, all has to do with Super Bowls, and that's not the case. Super Bowl is not the the end all be all uh, stat. Oh man, but it's the big one. It, it it is the big one. How many total touchdowns does he have? How many total yards does he have? No, we'll get into this. Okay. Anyway, um, but yes, let's get into some stuff here. So outside the ring, before we get inside the ring and all things Royal Rumble, Royal Rumble this week. Um. First off, I want to uh, congratulate uh, Mr. Greg Hamilton, uh, WWE uh, SmackDown okay. announcer, on his engagements. So congratulations to him. Um, let's see what else here. Damian Priest, not happy with his NXT run. Uh, he said that he uh, basically thought... Probably that, with the end of it. Uh, it seems like the, the entirety of it. Um, he said, and I quote, there's still a lot I didn't accomplishment that accomplish... That I would have liked to, and I would say this. I mean, hey, Finn Balor did it, you know. He achieved success on Raw and SmackDown and then continued achieving success uh, in NXT. Goes without saying that everybody's expecting him to, at some point, one day, again, be successful on Raw and SmackDown, so you never know. But, yeah, there is something. I wouldn't say disappointed as far as, like, before I left. But I am disappointed just in the sense that I didn't win the championship, not because I moved on or anything. Just in general, like, I wanted to be the champion. I wanted to be the guy... So I still believe that there is a time for that, but yeah, there's still a lot that I feel that was unaccomplished in NXT, unquote. So he's been brought over to Raw. So Which is good. I also heard <laughs> that he is going to be billed as the next big uh, Puerto Rican star, which could contribute to the fact that they brought in Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny. and also that Bad Bunny is probably going going a slight run of, of sorts. You may- Listen, whatever his. By the way, his T-shirt sold out on the shop. So fast, too. so fast. It's like it's like ridiculous. Immediately sold out. Um, 
Not that I didn't like it, actually. I like the design. It was just, it's so funny how you bring somebody in that has nothing to do with wrestling, but you bring in a, a talent uh, outside, and uh, they pull in people that would normally not be watching wrestling on a normal basis, so Bad Bunny's on. So, yeah, let me, let me go see. Um, so, yeah, so he completely sold out with, with the shirts, and uh, not to mention the fact that uh, I'm not sure he actually spoke Spanish uh, on Sunday during his performance. Damian Priest? No. I'm talking about Bad Bunny. Oh, like no. Th- during his Booker T performance, was that actual Spanish, or was it just like... Yeah. It was. No, it is. It is. Okay. Yeah. I feel like I You could... just can't do it. Like, you, you can't really understand it. It's like it's like mumble rap, kind of, mumble but rap. Spanish mumble rap. So it's like, you, you understand what he's saying, but it's it, it also kind of makes no sense. Okay. <laughs> All right, then. Um, The winner of the 2021... Royal Rumble, uh, from uh-huh. the, on the men's side, Edge. Um, he was on uh, uh, After the Bell with Corey Graves, and he addressed ageism and the ageism issues that some fans have over him winning the Rumble. I, uh, so I'm, on, I'm on the fence with this one, and maybe you can crack this tie here. So I was happy to see him win. It wasn't like one of those moments where you're like, oh, God. Like Batista won uh, in fourteen after you know coming back, and he, this is basically the same premise. Like he's he's not doing movies, but he he's kind of uh, not kind of he is a part timer. Um, Batista was a part timer. He just got off of doing Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, he won the Rumble then. Edge won the Rumble now. The difference being is I wasn't so upset with this win this year, but fans are not only. Uh, Talking about just the, the age of of Edge at this point, but being a part timer and not giving that spot to what they showed on the women's side, so you know Bianca Belair winning and having someone that's up and coming and who's really good take that chance to be able to get pushed, whereas Edge is a Hall of Famer. He, it's not like he's he's like one of these guys where he's a part timer and he's he's winning the whole thing. He's in he's already in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> he's one of the greatest wrestlers yeah. ever, um, one of the most entertaining wrestlers ever. So, do you see a problem with giving a spot to someone like Edge, a big main event spot like this, where it could have gone to somebody else who who is on the up and the up and up? I don't because uh, the product is in need of a shot in the ass, so to speak. Okay, like it needs that booster. Edge would be put in a spot similar to what Daniel Bryan is doing on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. I don't in, I don't exactly see Edge winning the title at WrestleMania, but I could also see him winning the title at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. But it, in the end, it will all put the younger guys over. Whereas Batista... It didn't really seem like that. And the logical big biggest difference is that we got robbed of Edge's career, like, in his prime. Mm. Luckily, it was long enough, like, long enough ago where he was able to recover and the medicine and technology were able to advance, advance so far so that he was able to get medically cleared and... and start performing wrestling activities so 
that's why it, the Batista one leaves a sour taste in your mouth because you're like, it's Batista. I get we haven't seen him in a while, but mm-hmm. it hasn't been, you know, we had our, our Batista and he had his run. Mm-hmm. And then he came back for a little more. It was like uh, live long enough to see yourself become the villain type thing. <laughs> right. Where um, Edge 1000% died a hero. Yeah. But now he's back, so I Man, hope he doesn't live long. You know what I mean? It's a double-edged sword in that. Yeah. It's just... I Again, I'm happy to see him back um, and him making the rounds on all three shows this week. But, uh, yeah. I, I, especially NXT. Especially NXT. Day. That was a good one. That was good. Um, I'm just very curious to see where they end up going with this. And I hope you're right. I hope it, that uh, he's able to push um, you know, the talents uh, from where he is. But at the same time, they could have done that. Uh, a la Bianca Belair. Um, so we'll, we'll soon shall see. English is good. English. There um, you go. Congratulations to Doug Flutie on winning the 24-7 title. Uh, yes. Yes, yesterday. More Super Bowls than he has. <laughs> More uh, 24-7 titles than he has Super Bowls. Um, and we also, we will, during our Rumble talk, we will get into our... Uh, previous week's winner of the 24-7 title and I think I marked out more for that moment than yes, any other moment in, sure. in the in the entire night um, but yes like I said we will get we will get to that um, there was Doug Flutie we'll get to Steve Cutler in a second uh, Braun Strowman sparked a little controversy uh, today or yesterday uh, over a racially charged comment that he made on Randy Orton's Bad Bunny post and huh, I don't know if you saw all this, but here, yes, so let's get into that. Speaking of uh, the bunny who is bad, um, according to R-Truth, Bugs Bunny, um, made, made a splash with... Uh, that man is a national treasure. He really sure. is, man. If he, if anything, first uh, first Battle Hall of Famer, <laughs> if that's even yeah, a thing with WWE. For sure. Yeah, you can put him in whenever you want. He's held the most, he's had the most title reigns in WWE. History. In history. <laughs> history. It's got to be, and I think Flutie still has it, but when he, when Truth gets it back, it'll be like 48 um, fifty's got it. They got to do it big when he gets to fifty. Uh, so he uh, let me go back here. Randy Orton posted with his wife backstage at uh, at the Rumble a picture of him, his smoky hot wife, and Bad Bunny. And uh, the the caption said, uh, "Bad Bunny posted it." Says uh, hashtag RKO out of nowhere. And on. If you go down a little further, of all the comments, the 2,000 comments that it got, uh, Adam Share 99 says this puts 13 percent as as the as the comment. Now, if you're not aware of what that means, I will explain it to you right now. Um, according to Urban Dictionary, 13 percent is the percentage of the population in the U.S. who are African American. It is also used online when a crime is committed by an African American. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. So, as I mentioned before, he sold out all of his merchandise on the shop. And um, so he's obviously a proven draw, so McMahon will continue to go uh, use him. Uh, And fans have called out Strowman for posting this white supremacist rhetoric. Um, But there was one person who kind of uh, was backing up Strowman in in the comments. So this this fan said, go look it up. They're clearly talking about body fat percentage or something of the sort. Not every damn thing is racist, folks. Randy tweeted 14% after Braun said 13%. Braun or Randy is definitely more than 13% body fat. And uh, 
that comment there, nobody can find where Randy said 14%. Um, but now Strowman has yet to clear up his his comment. Interesting. Yeah. He has yet to clear up his comment. Yet to so. clear it up. Ooh. Yeesh. Yeah. Let's hope he uh let's hope he was talking about body fat. <laughs> let's yes, for this for the sake of uh him not doing uh independent shows with uh Lars Sullivan. Uh let's hope that he clears it up and he was just talking about body fat. Uh speaking of which, bye Lars. <laughs> yeah. Deuces. This week uh WWE gave him the good old uh best endeavor. He got future endeavored. Yeah. Again. Well, not, 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 again, not again. Not again. First time. This, he, I don't think he got it the first should, time. It should have been again. Yeah. Um, long, After long, the first time, you're like, Yo, if you can't fucking take this, dude, I mean, you got to I mean, If it was anybody else, man, it would be he'd been gone. True. Yeah, but just it, he's McMahon has a hard on for a certain body type, and in his in his yeah, man, and he fit that body type. He did. Large guy who, uh, you know, just imposing guy who could come in there and just clean house, and that was him. And you could have named every single thing that you could possibly do to get kicked out of an organization such as WWE, and he did it. And yet he still had a job. Still had a job. They gave him every opportunity. Every he opportunity. It. And uh, Lars actually came out and said that he was done with wrestling before he even got let go. <laughs> like he was, he was no shows for a very long time, um, and. He he went on record as saying that he was done with wrestling before he was let go. So, not that yeah, that makes uh, sense. He he was probably done with wrestling the first push that he had, where he was supposed to come out with John Cena. Mm. That's probably when around the time he uh, so I'm I'm done. He uh, called it in. Yeah, we'll say. definitely called it in. Um, not that on uh, that note, really quick. Also, um, Steve Cutler has been fired from WWE. <laughs> Future endeavored. Uh Future really, endeavored, really, fired. No, he was he was for sure fired. He was fired Vince but McMahon. He, but he did, did you get, hear that story? He did get Future Endeavored on, on the website. Yeah. Did you hear the story about it though? Uh I did, and we will get into it right now. But first, okay. uh, really quick, uh I don't know if anybody even cared. Uh either fandom or backstage, according to reports about Lars Sullivan's uh release. Uh, it just seemed that nobody gave a damn. Either nobody liked him or nobody cared that he was just kind of being a flake. But that was it. So Lars is uh, available for all your independent bookings. You were given the keys to the kingdom, actually. <laughs> you just <laughs> wasted it away. Now, Steve Cutler, um, please go yeah, explain what you got, and then um, I, I will chime in. Steve Cutler. I mean, really, the only thing that I have is that uh, he was Future Endeavored. However, um, if I'm remembering correctly... It was heat. He had heat with Vince McMahon, allegedly, mm. heat for uh, catching COVID. And then I guess being inconsiderate for catching COVID, which is, it's it's a very weird situation that he was put in. Because all the reports that are coming out that, that I have read so far have been saying that it was heat between Vince McMahon and Steve Cutler because Steve Cutler had caught COVID. Mm. Probably around the same, probably around the time that Hulk Hogan was making the rounds. Okay. And it's also why you haven't seen them on television after he did the uh, Knights, what was that, the Knights of the Round Table or something like that? The Knights of the... Uh... If they were smart, it would have been Knights of the Square Table because it's a, it's a ring. It's a square I mean, come yeah. on. Um, it writes itself. <laughs> it, it really does. It truly really does. It's not that hard. Um, 
his it seems like everybody dates everybody in wrestling. Uh Diana Perrazzo is Steve Cutler's uh lady. Really? And I, oh, you didn't know this, eh? Everybody just gets around with each I'm, other. I'm it's hilarious. You. I'm telling you. She went out, um it's basically as you said, the story got out that Steve Cutler was essentially the first WWE superstar to be fired over COVID nineteen COVID nineteen related reasons. That was another thing. The first one to, to get uh, the can for that. Um, his girlfriend, Diano, Diana Perrazzo, uh, had no problem addressing things on Twitter. She said, we attended a New Year's Eve party like dozens of other people. Oh, okay. I, I have uh, <laughs> something to say about that. Um, when Steve tested positive prior to SmackDown, he was sent home and immediately started quarantine. He was not, in big bold letters, at work while being positive. So there's hmm. some some clarity with that. So that was the other thing too that he like like just like you said that he wasn't really caring so much about everybody else, um, but according to her, he was. Um, and then she ended it by saying, "Stop misconstruing the truth for clickbait." Huh. Interesting. Uh, yeah, and that was actually a response to uh, Wrestle Talk uh, on Twitter. I believe that is where I saw the original report. So. Yeah, I mean, it also says that uh, he was very well-liked and actually was at some point here reading a couple of articles that he was welcome back to NXT. Um, my issue uh, is that, not not that Vince fired him, but my issue being that she on the post is like, yeah, we attended a New Year's Eve party with dozens of people like everybody else. No, <laughs> not really like everybody else. Uh, yeah, no, no, not a lot of people are doing that. Not a lot of people this year were doing that. Um so you can go maybe you and I'll give you three other people. Yeah. That would be acceptable. Yeah, I was with anything more than that right now. It's like mm, you're risking. Absolutely, you're risking a lot. Absolutely, I was with my fiance and her kids and her mom. That was that was the extent of my party. Um, you saying that you were with dozens, not twelve, dozens, doesn't yeah, doesn't constitute more than more than that 12. means more than twenty four. That yes, <laughs> multiple dozens. Yes, that would be at least twenty four or more. That's a lot of people to be in a party during COVID. Like, so, no, no, no. She meant multiple baker's dozens. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> so we ate we ate baked goods while spreading COVID. So maybe that's why. I, I don't know, Deanna. Uh, I, I really like you as a wrestler, and I think you got a, a, a really raw deal here in WWE, but not the smartest uh, statement. Like, you're, you're, you're making the statement as if, like, yeah, of course, everybody else did it, so what's wrong with us doing it, too? Exactly. Yeah, no, everybody else did do it, but it's not like you're right. So... There's that, and uh, and now he's gone. So, future endeavored Steve Cutler, um, and Corbin is down to one in his court. <laughs> so if it, it's it's not even a thing anymore, is it? I haven't seen him. Probably not. I haven't seen them in a couple weeks anyway. So I just yeah, seen no. Corbin come by himself. Oh, storylines and their long shelf lives. Interest, very interesting the way uh, storylines have. Uh... Managed to go by the wayside in WWE. It's just like, I mean, that, but that's always been the case, right? <laughs> since yeah, true. Since t- forever, since time forever, it's been just let's go with the storyline. Oh wait, um, by the way, uh, if we, if someone can please hit us up on Twitter and let us know who the uh, anonymous general manager was, I'd greatly appreciate that. Thank you. Um, I thought it was Mustafa Ali. Mustafa. <laughs> Mustafa. Sorry. <laughs> no, that was that was uh, the hacker. That was the hacker. Yeah, but I thought it was just all the same. They were all like the same person. 
We all just was like, uh, uh, here we go, here we go. Here we yeah, go. but we don't right. know who. We're done. See, it was him. It so was it was him, it was him for the as the anonymous. He was the hacker, the anonymous general manager, and he yes, was, when he was still a cop in the streets of Chicago, he was also the anonymous raw general manager. And while doing that on the side, he was uh, producing GTV. Got it. All right. So GTV so, was before all that. Right. It was GTV in high school. Mm-hmm. And then by the time the uh, anonymous, anonymous general, general, manager. general manager came out, it was like you know he was already a cop in Chicago, <laughs> and then he became. I'm just saying, you you got (laughs) this is a timeline. You got to just put them all on him because you got to you got to close all these gaps of of stories. Yeah, just close everything. (laughs) Just close everything. You only closed one. Rikishi also did it for Mustafa Ali. From Mustafa, I did it for The Rock and Mustafa (laughs) and Mustafa. Um, John Moxley goes on record as saying that uh, everybody stole from Kenta. Everybody stole stole from Kenta. (laughs) So Kenta made his uh, his surprise uh, debut in uh, AEW Dynamite this week. Um, when was he in WWE? Hideo Itami? Yeah. That was very Two short. It was like NXT, year? right? No. That was, that was main He card. had like four or five years. He came in with Finn Balor. Him and Finn Balor. Right. Him and Finn Balor were the last two people really to go into NXT who had a name for Before, themselves. Prior to. And they were forced to change their name. Right. After that, Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, Shinsuke Nakamura. That's when that set of people came in. Got it. Right. Okay. So so he is on a uh, collision course with John Moxley uh, for yes. the uh, NJP- IWGP US Championship. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Is that so? Um, he says uh, the Kenta that inspired generations. If you if you're around my age, let's face it, everybody stole their shit from Kenta. Um and the this article goes on to uh the the, the match that they're about to have is happening February 26th. Uh Moxley and Kenta and uh more crossovers for AEW which is great. Um but he in the article it goes on to throw examples of the most famous example that uh, a move was stolen f- uh, from Kenta would be uh, the go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Which is Kent's finishing move, and another instance is Daniel Bryan's running uh, knee. Oh, I didn't know that one. Um, so th- they have a uh, Omega and Kenta actually have a match this week against Moxley and Archer in a lights out tag team match, uh, which is hilarious because I'm pretty sure. I mean, I know for a fact Lance Archer is a former U- uh, IWGP US champion. Because he lost it to John Moxley. To John Moxley. That's how he gained the title. <laughs> right. Okay. I don't know if Kenny Omega is, I think. I know he was an intercontinental champion and a heavyweight champion, obviously, but I don't remember. Okay. Should be interesting. Uh, Wednesday look- nights are getting uh, far more interesting. Yeah. It's, I'm, by I'm, day. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, you got anything else? Uh, rest in peace to the natural Butch Reed. Yeah. Who was probably not all natural. I would tend to agree. <laughs> Probably not. Tend to agree. But um, I was uh, talking about that on Sunday with <laughs> Robert Stephanie. I go, yeah, he was managed by Slick Rick. I'm like, and they're like, wait, what? <laughs> just it was just Slick. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know why. I, I just put in uh, Rick there for some reason. I'm sh- um, it, it, it's it's astonishing to me that you added a name to something that didn't have a name. <laughs> usually, I'm just without names, and now I'm just adding yeah, more, adding more it's names. Just no names. I'm adding more names. There's a video, by the way, that I brought up. Um, that if you if you YouTube it, I, I think I saw it on YouTube, but I know it was on the on the Twitter rounds. I just happened to, to fall upon it where Slick 
was managing one of his peoples and a fan. Rick. Yes, like Rick was managing one of his, his peoples and a fan uh, threw something at Slick. And Slick basically took his his cane and whacked him. <laughs> 80s, everybody. <laughs> this was uh, basically there was there was no re- uh, I guess you can retaliate at, at that point. No. Um, I guess. Oh it, well, you also had uh, teachers who were hitting their their students. This is very true. Then. But listen, I mean, if someone so like right at the tail end of that, it, it happens now too. Listen, it's not like it's not like it's it won't happen. Like if you happen to be oh I don't know in a uh, at a WWE Hall of Fame event and you go to attack uh, a legendary person like oh I don't know Bret Hart, and then someone like oh I don't know the Revival come around and just kick your ass. It can happen. <laughs> so don't touch. So don't touch somebody, or otherwise just feel the wrath. So yeah, not the revival, just half. It was just cash. 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 No, it was, it was cash. It was uh, it was cash. Yes, it, it was, was cash. It wasn't Dax. It was cash. Came out and gave him the old fucking just in a headlock and, and just the head. <laughs> boom boom. Um, a, a la uh, uh, Hogan uh, coming out with NWO and that fan coming in the ring and getting his head stomped in. It'll happen. It will happen. Don't do it. Um, for sure will happen. For sure will happen. So rest in peace. All that to say, rest in peace to uh, to Butch Reed, someone who, as you said, um, possibly on the juice, but didn't really have uh, as great a push as he probably could have. No, he, he was very for sure. He was very, not even mid card. Like he was just like lower lower end card. Um, yeah, borderline jobber. Borderline jobber. Really think about it. Yeah. So rest in peace to Butch Reed. Anything else? Uh, I don't know if you saw the Yokozuna documentary. That premiered right after the Royal Rumble. I saw like the last uh, half. I watched the whole thing. What a heartbreaker. It was incredible. Yeah. It was absolutely heartbreaking. When one of the Wild Samoans explains why uh, it was his fault that Yokozuna died, because he told his brother that he would look after his kid, and, I, yeah. and then he just completely broke down. Towards the end, yeah. I lost it. I lost it, and I was like, how can wrestling still make an almost 30-year-old cry? <laughs> Turns out it can. Turns exactly. out it can. I got a little verklempt when uh, when Bianca won. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Um, I got a little verklempt when Edge won because they said it was on the exact same day, like it was to the 11 years to the day that he that he won the Royal Rumble well, yeah. last time. I'm just thinking about like his whole. He it, it was the that arc. year that he had to relinquish the title. It was after that WrestleMania, I think. And then to his arc. Yeah. Now we get him back, and it was like oh. It gives me goosebumps right now. <laughs> it's it's good to see, it's good to have him back. Um, I did not know. Uh, for, well, first off, as I said before, and I will say again, if they do nothing else right, WWE puts on the best documentaries I've seen. They are yeah. just in depth. They are very just well put together. Um, they get people that know the 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 subject matter best. And in this situation, they had all of Yokozuna's family. And all the people that were around at that time, and uh, I did not know that he uh, was fired, and that they they wanted to put him on a program, and they put him on the program. He came back, and he was even heavier than he was before. Um, I did not know that he was he was fired, and that he went on the independent scene. And what a sad look that was to see, like the video, uh, you know, the cameras, <laughs> not phone cameras at that time, but actual camcorder cameras in the in the audience. Uh, recording all this and seeing this big guy in this small little gym wrestling when before he was in front of you know tens of thousands of people. Yeah, um, it was just sad. It was a sad, sad way to go. And then uh, him making that trip to to London 
uh, for that uh, that event, and then him just passing to sleep. Just uh, yeah, you know, just all kinds of just sad. Just a very very sad end to a uh, it's such, such a meteoric uh, rise for for him. And he like, he went from zero to to hundred. And how could you not? The, the, the guy was so imposing. Like there was no other way for him to be. He was not going to be a jobber. He wasn't going to be a a uh, uh, what? Uh, went from zero to four hundred really quick. Oh uh, yeah, well that too. Yeah, he's <laughs> going to hell. Um, he's, he it's was, okay because I'm fat too. Yeah, so I could say that. <laughs> it's a, I, I can say that it's stuff right. from one fatty to another. Um, exactly. <laughs> He couldn't have him as a jobber. And uh, so he had to be on that meteoric rise, and they, they had it. And he was just, I don't know if he just didn't care. <laughs> just didn't care about his, his self-worth. And um, who knows, if he if he could have t- taken better care of himself, like where he would be now, if he'd still be alive, or if he'd have some more time uh, on this planet to kind of do more things in wrestling. But just, yeah. It's this the Yokozuna story as, as great as it was uh, to to watch uh, in that documentary was very sad. Yeah, and it's it's even sadder knowing that that who the Anawai consider to be their greatest representatives of the family of all time are pat they passed. Hmm. It was it was Yokozuna and Umaga. Those were the two that they hung their hat on. Because they were able to transition so well, and because they were so good, such good well, workers. Now, now being carried by Reigns, now being carried by Reigns and, and Rocky, obviously, right, right. I mean, right. Can't forget that one. There you go. Don't, don't, don't no, forget, it's kind of like a man. It's a marriage. It's like he's, he's over there, but he's still here. Right. It's not the same. <laughs> I, I really it's like wish Roman Reigns is actually Sika's son. Yeah, I think. He's one of the wild Samoan son. <laughs> That's a fact. That is a fact. Uh, I really wish. I, I know Edge is, is on this tour of will he, won't he, uh, uh, who's, who's he's going to choose. But in this storyline right now with Roman Reigns and, and speaking of that family, there'd be no better time to capitalize on a storyline than right now with The Rock. And the, the division of family and going Rock against Roman Reigns, this would be the time to do it. I think you have to lead up. Rock has to be the final boss. If you think about it, he ha- it, it can't be right now. Okay. It'll be a... It waste. has to be a medium. It'll be, they'll, they'll blow their load too too quick. So you talk, okay, so then he's, he's basically going to go through this entire year uh, and then head over to Mania possibly next year. So when yes. they, get, they get to Dallas. Mm-hmm. I think that's the way it has to go. Okay. But I do think that we can both agree that Drew McIntyre is not the match for Edge. It is not. It's not. It it's not. either NXT or it's Reigns. Yeah. Whoever's holding the NXT title, the way that Edge said at the end of NXT, which, again, we'll probably get into a little bit of it, the way he said, but I've never held that, right. is it spoke volumes. And I also brought up this theory to Steve. What if you have him win the Universal Championship from Roman Reigns at WrestleMania just to come out the next day and reveal, boom, it's now the World Heavyweight Championship. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> that, yeah, that, it would. That would be awesome. 
Um, yeah, get rid of the universal. <laughs> I, I completely agree. Just have it be a reason to, if, if nothing else, if that's the reason why, if you uh, the long walk off, off a short pier <laughs> uh, mentality, if that's what you wanted to go with to kind of get rid of the universal belt so you had to get edge to do it, then kudos. Then then, then do it. Um, get rid of that belt. Bring back the... Uh, the world champ uh, championship and and we'll we'll move on. Uh, anything else? Uh, well, we're gonna get into the Royal Rumble in a second. Mm-hmm. But funny enough, Mia Yim had gotten COVID. She caught COVID right Mia before Yim. the Rumble, mm-hmm. so there was no Mia Yim and there was no Keith Lee in the Royal Rumble this year. Mm. And Tony Storm was the one who took her place, which we can all thank. Mia for not being there because we were blessed with the presence of Tony Storm. Um, why were we blessed with the? Why, why, why is that considered a blessing? Because it's always a blessing. Are you kidding me? But exactly why? Because she got the best wagon in all the land. Look at that booty! Show me the booty! Give me the booty! I want the booty! Back up the booty! I need the booty! I like the booty! Oh, what a booty! Shaking that booty! I saw the booty! Which is odd because they used her last year. Mm-hmm. They used Tony Storm last year, so why wouldn't you use her again this year? She's getting a little bit of a push. Yeah. Which it also shows me that she's probably not winning on Sunday. Oh no, I don't think she's winning. But on, uh, on Valentine next Sunday. Next Sunday, but uh, yeah, I was I, happy to see her for that reason. <laughs> that reason alone. Um, but. Uh, Freaking me, like it's 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 enough that she was going to be in the rumble or not be in the rumble because of COVID, which I don't. Why is she not fired? Um, if that's the case, why? Because well, okay, I'm just she's saying, not Steve Cutler. She's not Steve Cutler, and she's not she's not uh, parading the fact that she's out out and about <laughs> in parties. Um, but the fact that you took took away the moment from uh, Keith Lee, and he's been gone for off TV for several weeks now, so. Who knows, man? That that could have been, and not that he still had the plan to have Keith Lee win. I'm sure it was, it was always, uh, it was always going to be Edge, but at the same time, you, you took away our moments from watching him, uh, uh, win, or, or or be in it. Yeah, be in it. Yeah. So hopefully, uh, at some point, I mean, it's been more than two weeks now. So at, at some point, we'll put, maybe uh, Raw tomorrow. We'll see. Uh, we'll see the return of Keith Lee. Uh, anything else before we? Get on to the Rumble stuff. Uh, no, that's it. All right. So. Let's get into the Rumble. Let's get into the Rumble. So your kickoff match, which uh, Graves did a shoot, which I, I I need to actually listen to. He, uh, and I read very briefly that uh, Corey Graves did a shoot about the the downside of the Women's Tag Team uh, Championship. And I could probably guess right now, that it's as, as I just I said, I think I said it last week, and I've said it uh, to several other people, just this championship, the Women's Tag Team Championship is supposed to be across all platforms. So Raw, NXT, SmackDown. Yeah. Not only has that not been the case, but it hasn't even been defended until this Royal Rumble. And the last time it was defended was when they first won it, uh, Charlotte and Asuka did, several weeks ago. So... There's your problem. Is that you in in this storyline here of having them win the, the titles, um, and they're doing that a lot recently. It just ha- basically taking the the titles off of the champs, having it for a brief time, and then just putting them right back on the champs who had them before. So for whatever reason, 
They did it with Drew McIntyre. They're doing it now with, with with Jackson Baszler. I don't understand why they're doing that, or what the point is in breaking up their their reign. Um, but in the midst of this title run with Oscar and Flair, you had another storyline with uh, with her dad, and uh, that took away from the fact that they were champs. It, it's it's not being represented well, and I heard that it was more along the lines of they they. They wanted to do something between Oscar and Charlotte first, and then the Lacey opportunity presented themselves, and mm. that's just the way that they're going to go now. Okay. Because, again, Charlotte doesn't need a championship. No, she does not. I have no problem with the storyline. As a matter of fact, I actually like this storyline with Flair and, and uh, Lacey Evans. I think it's very old school. I like the old school kind of like – Keep it in family, but the family turns on you kind of storylines. I like that kind of stuff. Why do they have to have the belts? Nobody knows. And it should, right, you're, you're right. She does not need to have a belt. Um, they put a belt on her because she was returning uh, to WWE. She made her triumphant return. And she got the belts, uh, teaming with Asuka. It should have been Lana to give Lana a push. Flair, did, Flair didn't need it. But, you know, here we are. Um, so after... They, they come out, they have the match here, and uh, it seems like Flair and Oscar are, are very dominant up until the point where you hear Flair's music, and you hear that woo. And uh, he's come, he comes out with, uh, and Lacey Evans interferes, um, gives her uh, a loaded uh, woman's right to uh, Charlotte. Charlotte then gets her head slammed in by the leg of Nia Jax with a leg drop. And oh, she looked so out cold. Yeah, it did like not didn't, look even, okay. didn't even like it look like it affected her. <laughs> it's just like, and she sold it well. If that was the case, because nothing. Like she got it landed on by a leg that is three of mine, and to get the the pin for the one, two, three, and we have new women's champions in Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Um, it was, it was a good, decent match. It wasn't anything to write home about, but at least the belts are off of Oscar and Flair. Uh, which was just a waste of a rain. And, uh, and moving on from that, and hopefully Jackson Baszler can actually have matches together. Um, it gave Charlotte another rain, you know? Yeah, I mean, again, that's... that's pretty much all it, all, all it served in purpose. The, the same deal with uh, Randy Orton when he took it off of uh, McIntyre for all of five seconds. Just give, yeah. him, give him another rain. Um, our first match of the night. McIntyre versus Goldberg. And... Yes. I will sarcastically say this is my favorite match of the night because it lasted all five seconds and uh, Goldberg lost. My surprise in this match was that Goldberg actually wrestled outside the ring. That's that's my takeaway from this match. <laughs> I will say this. Uh, this was my favorite match, my favorite singles match of the night. Okay. For the simple fact of Goldberg lost. <laughs> right. That's that's all that I cared about. Right. I just I could not have Goldberg win another championship. See, there you go. Goldberg, Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. is he? Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, now. he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Could you imagine if he won the Royal Rumble? Ooh. If if there was ever a time, there that would he was... be riots in Stanford <laughs> and Orlando. That this moment of this loss and the moment where number thirty was announced from the men's side, and it wasn't either Goldberg or Lesnar. My two favorite moments of the night. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Even though it was Braun, sad. but it, I was like, all right, whatever. Yeah, it's whatever, it's fine. Um, we knew Braun was going to be in it. 
But uh, yes, it just what a sad statement to make, man. I, this this match, first of all, Goldberg look, looks like he is deflated. Second of all, uh, the match is just it's such a waste. It was such a waste of time putting this together. It made no sense from the get go. It made no sense. He came out giving a story line, uh, a story about McIntyre not having uh, respect. He never, which he never said. Then he had to backtrack and backpedal that statement, and he had the whole other angle with that. He comes out, looks completely out of shape. Um, after the match, he's just like completely winded. <laughs> he can't really get out. He's holding his stomach. He can't get out of the ring. Um, CBS Sports gave it a, a C plus. It's just, it was just, it was just bad. Like he gave him the jackhammer, he gave him a couple spears. He did to McIntyre. Um, he he hit Goldberg with a couple with uh, two Claymore kicks. Like it's just, it was just a, a, a match that this didn't need to happen. It didn't, but I, I'm glad with the result. That's, that's oh, well, honest, I mean, yes, the only thing I, I cared about. Of course, uh, of you course, know? but. It, that's not the reason why we should be watching wrestling. Is like, yeah, we're we're, we're we want to, we have our favorites and we have our people that we just despise, but yeah. because they're, they're because it's a good and bad optic. Nobody, mm. nobody likes Goldberg. Nobody. Vince likes Goldberg. Okay, we found one. Vince, <laughs> Vince and Pritchard like like Goldberg. Nobody else likes him for the reasons I just gave. Like just being. But a, he draws, damn it. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't anymore. There's no way that he's gonna headline up a, a, a mania and people are gonna flock because of him. There's, there's no way in hell. Um. So, the, so McIntyre retains, thank God. Um. And that's when the rumors swirled, like, up, oh, Goldberg lost, so he's he's gonna be twenty, twenty nine, or thirty in the Rumble. Watch. So we were waiting with bated breath on that. I one. didn't even think about that. I'm not gonna lie. I was just like, oh, Goldberg's gone. Thank yeah. Then we were. <laughs> We were saying like there's gonna be there's gonna be some weird uh, storyline here where he's gonna he's gonna lose this but he's gonna get in the in the rumble and win that. Um, next up, Banks Sasha Banks versus Carmella uh, with Reginald and his fake accent. Um, good match. I hope somebody comes out. Didn't you have a Jamaican accent? Yeah, that's, what I, that's what I said. Like, we can just, <laughs> why is it that Vince feels like he has to have guys black guys with braids give fake accents? Like, what is the point of that? I'm telling you, he's gonna come out next next week and be and just talk like this. It's the same point why he wanted Luke Harper, rest in peace, to mm. uh, to talk with the Southern accent, even though he was a well-spoken Northman from Rochester. <laughs> a Northman, um, yeah. So anyway, uh, Banks uh, takes the win via submission uh, to retain the title. Uh, so she's still SmackDown Women's Champion. Uh, and then we had the the women's Royal Rumble, and starting off with uh, Bailey and Naomi at one and two. Now, if you have not played this game before, I highly recommend that you do. So basically, you write down th- numbers one through thirty on a piece of paper, rip them up, and put them in a bucket. You put in a, you pick number three in this one, and you put you you put in a dollar for each pick that you get, and whoever wins it, whatever number you get, that you take the money, and that's it. Play with your friends. Play with your family. Um, I had number three. Yeah, <laughs> I had number three. I figured. I had number three. Um, and number three was Bianca Belair, and so I took the cash. So number four, Billy Kay, uh, who did not enter the ring immediately. She pulled basically a Heath Slater from a couple years ago, where <laughs> he's just getting uh, beat up. Or Billy Kay, which is kind of uh, sat at the announce table trying to uh, get her resume out. She is a national treasure. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> followed by Shotzi Blackheart, Baszler. Uh, 
former former superstar Jillian Hall. Do you remember Jillian Hall's uh, storyline with her ear? Not with her ear. I do remember that god awful voice, but the lyrics were hilarious. The lyrics were hilarious. Um, she is the greatest thing since sliced bread. I just want to point that out. <laughs> Jillian Hall. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a shocker. I did not expect to hear you say that. It's one um, of the lyrics. Oh yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jillian Hall had a weird storyline where it was she had like this growth on her ear when she was. Don't with, remember that. Do you remember her with JBL and her being like the uh, the yes, valet very vaguely very, the valet? Okay, and the, yeah. If, if you this is gonna be this be fun for uh, audio here. Uh, Jillian Hall. I'll keep going then. Yeah, go ahead. Wait, ear. You forgot Tony Storm right before Jillian Hall. Oh, Tony Storm. Yes. Yes. Okay. This this was on. By the way. Okay. So this was on. It should have been me AM. This was on her face. Do you not remember this? Oh my god! No, I do not. This weird storyline that they had. I think storyline is the word of the day today. This the growth on her face, and it became like a thing. No, that's disgusting. Yeah. That's is that it. like a? That's it again when she's um, on. on at, Side of the ring there. That's on her face. No, absolutely not. Get that out of my face, please. <laughs> that's that's gross. I, I'm not understanding why that was a thing, and I'd like to actually go further into that at some point. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's disgusting. We didn't get a chance. Google we, everybody listening out there. Jillian Hall ear, and you will see things like this. Stop it! <laughs> get that out of here. I don't know why that was a thing. Um, let's see here. So we had. Uh, Shannon Baszler coming out. Uh, she was eliminated. Julian Hall. And then Billy and Jilly uh, basically tagged together to uh, start eliminating people. Rhea Ripley came out part of the match. Uh, uh, Ric Flair's music hit. <laughs> and then uh, Lacey Evans came out uh, confronting each other. Mickey James ca- came in. Uh, we had Alicia Fox with her crazy self come in. And then R-Truth's music hit. Mm-hmm. And uh, everybody came out to the to the ring, and then Alicia Fox pins R Truth in a roll up. I think that's the only way you can win the belt is if you uh, you do a roll up. So Alicia Fox was your twenty four seven champion. R Truth comes back in the ring and then pins Fox to win the belt back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, it was so great. It was, it was that. Um, let's see here. Uh, Naomi was almost eliminated. Alexa Bliss came in um, twenty seven. See Nia Jax entered. Baszler and Jack started going at it. Natalia, as we already knew, uh, entered at number 30. So the final four were Natalia, Belair, Flair, and Ripley. And let's see yes. here. Belair. Around, a great match. Yeah, it did. Belair, Belair eliminated Natalia. Ripley eliminated, uh, and then and then eliminated uh, Ripley. I'm sorry. Ripley and Belair teamed up to knock out Flair. So then, which this is the way it should have been. The last two, Ripley and Bel Air. So, so Rhea Ripley is uh, being called over. Bel Air is already established in SmackDown. So you have these two NXTers, former NXTers, now representing in the in the major brands, and it's the way it should have been. This is the whole point of this is to have up and comers uh, to push them. And it's also interesting to note that there was a championship match last year on NXT television featuring the last three contestants in the Royal Rumble this year. Mm. Charlotte, Bianca, and Rhea Ripley. Right. So it's like maybe 
just maybe now hear me out it's gonna it's gonna seem wild to see but oh, just maybe vince might be listening correctly <laughs> to who i know it's to to the product to the audience mm. to hunter he might start to finally be getting it he might finally get nxt now take with a grain of salt mm. and also vince back up he's not but good back up a little bit don't you know don't go full balls into to nxt you just keep your distance <laughs> yeah let your want you at least an arm length away let trip h do his thing <laughs> you need to socially distance yourself from nxt yes for sure yeah but it was great to see that at the end it was the way great to it see was, that uh, um and by the way there was a ton a ton a ton a ton of cameras backstage so that you're gonna get a influx of uh documentaries uh about uh this year's royal rumble and one the, of the Bianca Belair and Edge three six five documentary that are going to come out uh, is going to be great. inevitably, and the they will show uh, front and center the as soon as he, she won, Belair won, going backstage and hugging Montez Ford and the two of them crying, and then her going to uh, to Vince and thanking him. So uh, very cool moments in that, um, lasting fifty six minutes and forty nine seconds. That was the women's Royal Rumble. Bianca Belair takes it. Congratulations to Bianca. I'm trying to see other names that were here. Uh, Santana Garrett uh, made an appearance mm-hmm. in, the, in the Rumble. Tori Wilson. Uh, Tori Wilson. Uh, Mickey James, as I mentioned. Nikki Cross looking very svelte. Um, Dakota Kai, NXT. Yeah. Like she's, Actually, she she looks like she lost a, a, not not a lot of weight, but she... Looks good. Uh, thinned out. She thinned out. That's the best way. Uh, Ember Moon also involved. So, yeah. So, Bella takes it. Um, and then the men's here. So... Uh, oh wait, no, hang on. Uh, You're forgetting about two yes, title matches yes, in sorry, between that. Yeah. Um, our truth came out again and was on the commentary <laughs> table. Yes. Okay. And then oh, also, I'm sorry, we also forgot about Victoria. What? The Victoria making oh, Victoria. It. You're absolutely correct. And oh, her, and her, her really underwear, quickly her on underwear that note, making an appearance as well. Victoria, Edge, and Bailey recreated a photo that Ed that Bailey had from like 10, 15 years ago. Oh, really? It's like. Bailey was at a, a autograph signing with Edge and Victoria That's at the cool. signing, and then she created it with them again. That's very cool. That That's very awesome. Cool. That's very cool. That's like probably the only reason why she got into wrestling in the first place. It was like, oh my god, I just saw these two people, and now it and came now full circle. Full circle. By the way, we forgot to mention that uh, Bad Bunny didn't have a a performance with Booker T, where we mentioned before that uh, um, Booker T, where he's just babbling something. Uh, to a beat, and there was a DJ on stage. Now, that's going to come into play later on. You were mentioning, as far as the commentary. Yes, R-Truth at, uh, at the commentary table, at the kickoff table. Talking, I guess you would call talking to uh, Charlie and... Uh, Charlie, JBL, and someone else was there. It wasn't, it wasn't Kayla. It, was, uh, it wasn't King either. It was another female. Yeah, it might have been Kayla. I don't know. Whatever. Not important. Yeah. Uh, Peter Rosenberg decided to let R-Truth take his seat and then thought that John Cena was there. R-Truth thought John Cena was there and um, called the ref over and pinned him. One, two, three. Yeah, Rosenberg said, uh, your childhood hero is right there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Even though he's older. And uh, he said, where where is he? Yeah. And then he did the the unscrupulous uh, shot to the crotch (laughs) from behind. (laughs) 
No better way for him to do it. Yeah, yeah, they're absolutely, absolutely. And did the the very weird roll up uh, for the win, gets the belt, and he became a twenty four seven champion to the dismay of JBL, who was just like uh, uh, speechless. <laughs> he was completely speechless. I, in the moment, was freaking out. Uh, I pop, I, I pop more than than the average human. Yeah. It was probably bad. <laughs> I'm glad there were no cameras on me because it would have been a, it was it would have been a sight. It was just a, it was a sight. It, it definitely was a sight to listen to us like, screech as uh, little girls because of uh, because of Peter Rosenberg. I don't listen to Hot 97, uh, but I do listen uh, religiously to Michael K. and uh, him on that show. I love him on that show. And well, so, the best part about that was that when when our truth got up, he was like, "I'm gonna get you, Michael K." Michael K. <laughs> Best. I I started laughing. I'm gonna get you, Michael. Which is why in the beginning of the show, if in the pre-show, in the kickoff, yes. he was call, he was calling him Michael, and so Peter's like, uh, my name is Peter, but okay, and so that's he, he came full circle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna get you, Michael. Okay, um, and then the funny thing was, if you listen the next day. Michael K is like, why am I getting sucked into this? <laughs> why? <laughs> what did I do? Why am I getting pulled into this? And the that's when the snowstorm happened. And so Rosenberg was still in Florida. Yeah. Um. So he he's in in real life. He couldn't get out of Florida back to New York because his flight was delayed. So so he was in a hotel, and I'm watching this live, and it happened around the five o'clock hour, and the entire show they were just throwing in like little quips about you know the, the champ is here, and they they didn't show the belt yet. So finally, around five o'clock, Peter Rosenberg lifts up the belt and shows the camera that he's the twenty four seven champion. He had it in he had it in his hand, and the camera was facing the the hotel window, and it was a big curtain there. So balcony there was there was but there was a window you didn't see it because it was a curtain there, so you didn't yeah. know if it was a balcony. It, was just, it could have just been a window. So they're talking. Kay is talking. Don LaGreca is talking to to Peter, and they're just going on and on about the experience of Royal Rumble. And then all of a sudden you see the curtain move and you see R-Truth's head pop out. And then he, he steps out a little bit and Kay is like, uh, wait, there's someone behind you. There's, there's Peter, there's someone behind you. And then Peter turns around and there's nobody there. Turns back around again to the camera. And now all of a sudden, not only does Truth come out from the balcony there, but there's a referee. <laughs> Grinning ear to ear, just thinking, just hearing it again. It was so funny. And so then... <laughs> So the two of them, Kay and the Greco, are like, watch out behind you, behind you. And sure enough, he turns around. And now Rosenberg is like, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. And out of camera shot, you just hear scuffling. And then you see Rosenberg get thrown to the floor. The chair, There's a chair there. The chair gets tossed to the side. And he pulls Rosenberg by his feet and goes to pin him. And <laughs> in truth, gets the belt back. And then, for the seventy fifth time, it's for the seventy fifth time, and then you just see Rosenberg all defeated, uh, emotionally defeated. <laughs> he lost the belt. He's like, and he went, he went on a whole tirade before about I'm keeping the belt for WrestleMania. Uh, I'm going to defend it till then, and I'm going to go back to New York. And his, he was talking to his dog Bear, and, and that's why he said it when he won the belt. Bear, I'm bringing it home. Bear, Bear I'm bringing it home. Bringing it, that's his dog. So <laughs> it was just, it was so funny. It was just so funny watching it live and, and, and happening there, <laughs> there in the hotel room. Um, yeah, so that was that was people the people don't know the people that don't know like his not situation but his his people that don't follow him as religiously as you or I do because I used to watch Michael K show all the time but I do listen to his podcast mm. hilarious podcast but he's been talking about this for months. No, which one? He has, he has all several, that unfold. He has several podcasts. Which one? Cage Heat or he does? Oh no, uh, Cheap Heat. Sorry, his wrestling podcast. Cheap Heat. That's what I'm sorry. I'm sorry, not Cage Heat. Cheap Heat. Yeah, yeah. 
So he's been talking about it for months on there, and it's just it's hilarious. To, it, the people that don't know are probably just like, "What the fuck just <laughs> happened? Who is this guy?" Again? I know. I know. Me and you were there going, "Oh my god, he did it! He it's did his, it! It's a boyhood dream!" It throws him with a tear in my eye. <laughs> he won a belt. Oh man, um, was there any? Was there another match before uh, the men's rumble? Yes, Reigns and Kevin Owens. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. And the uh, the sh- the, the schmas at the end. The, the schmas heard around the world. Yes. So uh, I I give I'm jumping the gun here, but I give the overall rumble. Uh, I'm gonna get, give it a B plus. I, I was very entertained by the rumble as a whole. This match start to finish 100. percent Yeah, this match was really. I mean, the, the the rumble was really good. This match was a, a huge part of that grade. In that this match was exceptionally good, and I enjoyed it. Yeah, I I enjoy I enjoy that they went to the outside into the rest of uh, Tropicana Field, and he yes, did, that he, was that was big. He did his 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 uh, spots from the. Uh, the the crane that went up and uh, you know did, did his splash onto the table, and him getting uh, Sammy Gravard with a uh, golf cart and and Owen's head smashing the window and cutting Reigns on the face. Yeah, all right, let's just let's get it out in the open. Yeah, which one was better, Sammy Guevara or, or Kevin? Owens? Oh man, they were both so. I think I'm still gonna go with Guevara just because of the spin. I'm going Owens. Him 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 just flying straight through the goddamn I, golf cart I, was I'm the not gonna, best thing ever. I'm not going to argue. I, I, listen, both both were exceptionally good. I'm only going with Guevara because he he sold that so well in that like 720 spin <laughs> that he, he did, did after he hit yeah, his head. That was a very good sell. But you're right. But you're right. No, listen, I can go either way with that. <laughs> like uh, Owen's Owen's smash into the window, it was it, it was great also. I'm, I'm sure they, they stole it from that, but it, it worked out either way. The spot of the night of that match happens to be where... Owens gets a handcuff, ties uh, Reigns to the handcuff, and then gets it to the bottom of this uh, this pillar uh, that was holding up some lights in the arena. And uh, the referee's counting, and meanwhile, Reigns is on his knees, and he gets to seven, referee gets to eight, referee gets to nine, referee gets to nine, and Reigns takes the, the referee and pulls him into... The scaffolding area, not, not really scaffolding, but the, the, the there was a pole that was connected to where he was tied up to, and the referee's out. The referee's out. And then another referee comes in, and all of a sudden you see uh, Owens is out of the picture somehow. Uh, Re- Reigns takes care of him out, and then Paul Heyman comes with the key for the, the handcuff. Goes to unlock him. The referee gets to six, and then suddenly the count stops. Why does the count stop? Because Paul Heyman can't unlock the handcuffs. Yeah, yeah. What a, what a bad spot. And then uh, afterwards, uh, he has said he said Paul Heyman said that the angle of the uh, handcuff, the the hole for the key, was faced to the ground. So the way that and it's it's hard to show. I try to do as, as good justice as I can with this, but the. The handcuff was t- was tied to this pole, and the the hole to the key was face down. The handcuff can only go so far off the ground, because this thing was basically if this was the ground, the handcuff was like this far. Yeah. This according to Heyman. So you can't. And then there was another pole here, so the handcuff mm-hmm. can only go so far. So the key, being as wide as it is, as long as it is, can only you can't get it underneath to unlock it. So this is technically Owen's fault. Yes, it is. Thank you. Technically, I'm so glad you were going there. It's hundred percent Kevin Owens' fault. It's it's Kevin Owens' fault. So, if he had did it face up, like he should have, then he could just unlock the key, and and that would have been it. 
But this is wrestling. And so when botches happen, it's very obvious. So the camera goes off of the referee counting. There's no more counting. Six was the, the last count that we got. Wait, hang on. Stop. Not to mention Why? the fact that Reigns, I'm sorry, that Reigns was able to stand up <laughs> at that point, yeah. <laughs> which was also weird, too. So I, I put that on. He Reigns. was able to stand up. And number two, why wouldn't you just give Reigns the key so he can unlock himself? He he would have been able to move his hand. Right, right. So why couldn't why couldn't he just unlock himself? Mm. Paul, give me go get the key and give it to me. I guess in the moment, unlock himself. In the moment, he's free. You, yeah, oh, you're right. You're right. I guess in the moment you didn't think about that. This is stuff they should think of. <laughs> I, I I want people to remember this match the way they remember a certain match that I never talk about about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Someone named Bill and someone also with a B name. Rhymes with Breen's. Got it. Rhymes with Breen. There you go. I don't know you're talking about. I have no idea. Um, so exactly. yeah, thank so, you. Moving on. <laughs> moving on. So yeah, so I after aside from that botch situation, and now Kevin Owens could have they could have counted to to five thousand, um, and he he would have won the belt fifteen times over. Um, they didn't because wrestling. So Reigns retains yeah. <laughs> after everything was said and done. Um, he uh, knocked out Owens, and Owens couldn't get up to the count of 10, and that was it uh, in, a, in a very good match. And it seems like that storyline is con- going to continue after we uh, had our moment from SmackDown um, with Edge. So Unbelievable. I'm, I'm all for it. Uh, now we can get to the Rumble and uh, everything that uh, – was the good and bad of this. As we knew, it was going to be Edge and Orton to start things off. Yes, at one and two. Now oh, let me let two, me just yes. point this out. It really doesn't matter because it's it's it, it just matters for the statistics in the end for the WWE to use. Mm. Did Edge win from number one or number two? From number one. It was number one because he came out at, first. Yes, I'm looking at the list right now. So Edge was one. Okay. Randy but Orton it was, was reported two. that he was going to go. It was reported that Randy Orton and Edge will be going one and two, making it seem that it was right. It, w- it would have been from two. You know what I mean? Right, right. But no, it was uh, Edge one and Randy Orton two. By the way, uh, I'm sorry. Let me, let me go back to the women's rumble. There is controversy in the universe here that uh, Bel Air should not have won because both her feet yes. touched the ground. We didn't oh, even talk about thank this. You. I forgot about that. Even though Bel Air was uh, was my my pick. Um, and that I should have re- relinquished the cash. Uh, all and I, I said all uh, all dealings are final. So I, I keep the cash. no refunds. No refunds. Uh, my house, my game. So anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, there, yes, there, there are pictures of her uh, uh, touching the ground, and the camera in live did not catch that. But for some reason, Vince should find whoever took that photo because obviously it was a staffer. It wasn't like there were fans in the arena that took that photo. Vince should find who took that photo and fire them immediately. I think it was a snapshot of the video. Like you just don't notice it on video. Just someone was able to freeze frame it right there. I don't remember seeing that. Right That's there. The I don't remember seeing that actual that footage. You just remember seeing both of her feet close to the ground at the same time. And then right before she gets back up, she kind of like picks her feet up. Yeah. It's right um, there. It's like a split second that you see it. But yes, I do agree that she should not have won. <laughs> you should relinquish all the money. But I also agree with you. All bets are final. All bets are final. That's it. So it's, it's not my fault. So now, knowing this also, those, <laughs> knowing that uh, the, the stipulations in our second game, uh, Robert had number one, I had number two. 
moving on. So, <laughs> oh my God, really? Yeah. So it, it came down oh. when it came down to the wire, and we will get to that. It was a lot of screaming in the house here. Um, <laughs> so we had let's see here, um, uh, Zayn at three, Mustafa at, n- at number four. I'm trying to see any names that uh, oh, and and then our our boy at number eight, man oh man. Oh, oh my lord, did I get so oh, incredibly excited Atlanta. for this one. I spit in the face. Uh, yeah, Carlito coming out with the apple. And there was it was funny how there was all this speculation. He was supposed to be there for Legends Night. Never showed up. <laughs> He's like, nobody called me. And then he shows up to the Rumble, which is a much better look <laughs> to come out for a Rumble than, than at Legends Night. I do have a question, though. Just really quick. It, Carlito wants to spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool, right? Who exactly doesn't want to be cool? Is it the cool kids that don't want to be cool? Is he spitting in the face of the cool kids? Yeah. Because, like, nerds want to be cool. They want to be cool. They're just not. I just thought about this recently. It's been on my mind the whole time, and I've been waiting until this moment so we could could bring it up. (laughs) Not to contemplate. People who don't want to be cool, he's going to spit in your face. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I listen. I guess he feels everybody doesn't want to be cool because he's just that cool. So he just spits in everybody's face. It's, it's so deep. he's cooler than everybody else. It's just so nobody deep. else wants to be like it's him. It's just so deep. Yeah, I don't know. Deep finger snap. <laughs> uh, let's see. Ricochet was here. Elias. Damian Priest uh, made his debut here. He's the butt. Uh, Daniel Bryan, number 17, who I actually thought was going to win it. Kane at number 18. We had a very uh, brief hell no reunion until Kane busted that up. Um See that Mysterio at twenty one, Lashley, Hurricane Helms at number twenty three, uh, Christian at twenty four, uh, signaling to his peeps. Um, I wish we had a five second. Uh, what was it? Five second. Five second photos. Yeah. There we go. That's it. Yeah. It slipped my mind for a minute. And then oh, uh, number twenty nine. Yes. Although I really wish it was burn it down. Yeah. But then you want to get the. I, this is my new thing. I just I do that every single time during the day. I always put my fist and just like kind of do like that grab thing that he does. Um, it's my new, my new thing. I don't know why. I just <laughs> I just like doing it. So Rollins was twenty nine and Braun Strowman uh. number thirty, and uh, yeah, and and so when it came down to the the wire, uh, when Edge eliminated uh, 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 Strowman, so Orton eliminated Rollins. Strowman was eliminated by Edge. Edge and, and Christian, if you want to be And Christian. And then when it came down to the wire, it was, which which I, I thought was great, which was Randy Orton and Edge. And I'm sitting here where I am right now in my house looking at Rob, and the two of us have one and two. And the moment where Orton had it, and it, you, you you can always know, always tell when it's about to be the end when they do the, and, and Austin confirmed this, when you grab the, the the shoulder you grab the trunks and you do a double hand toss over which yeah. Orton was about to do and then Edge freaking reversed it and I fell to the floor in a sobbing weep and I slammed the ground because I was you this close I was this close you could have swept the night I could have swept the night and someone who had not won in our previous years finally won so congratulations to Rob and taking the cash but yeah I was so close I was so close um, now I'm trying to wow. find I was trying to find uh, photos of Edge losing somewhere too so. I can get my get my money back, but I can't find <laughs> can't find those photos. Um, no, you can't. No. So, listen, Rumble twenty twenty one Rumble uh, in the books and very good. 
Very, very good. Uh, I will not say from top to bottom, but I will say for the most part, it was very good. Um, uh, two things I have about that was that Seth Rollins, we finally got a confrontation between Seth Rollins and Matt Riddle. Sorry, Riddle. Yes, finally got, yes. But it, that was squashed, though, wasn't it? Wasn't that beef squashed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was the, the whole... It, it is cool to see them. The story built because of how he was taken out of Survivor Series. Right. How how Rollins was... How he sacrificed himself for Survivor Series. Right. Uh, and Edge is the first Hall of Famer to win the Royal Rumble after being inducted into the Hall already. Let's see, that could have been Goldberg. And everybody's very thankful to Vince that it's not. <laughs> very thankful... Thank you, Vinnie Mac, for... Well, he wasn't even there, by the way. No, he wasn't. He was not there. So this is... Say that. So, thank you, Triple H. I'm sure it's still Vince's idea. Thank you. Still Vince's idea, but thank you for uh, not, having, not having that happen. Um, any other thoughts before we move on from the Rumble? No, that's that's everything I got from, from probably what's going to be their best pay-per-view of the year. Yeah, yeah, that, that was... You know what? I got I to gotta give credit where credit is due. And in 2020... Um, there were a lot of good pay-per-views for WWE. Um, so having no fans, absolutely having no fans, they were really good ones. Um, so I, I have to give them credit, and I I liked how they kicked off the year with this pay-per-view, um, in a great way. Uh, not including uh, botched handcuff spots, but other than that, all good. And uh, and I, we see that storylines are continuing as, as the very next night. With drooling uh, Alexis, Alexa, and uh, um, all things uh, Bad Bunny, <laughs> we're just continuing on. By the way, uh, that would, I want to go full full circle here with the DJ set uh, that Bad Bunny had when he was singing Booker T, uh, and uh, how the Miz basically came out and wrecked the uh, the <laughs> the console and the, the yeah. turntables. So yeah, uh, it's just very funny, and how that's continued on basically. So we we're gonna go really as far as the week goes. Nothing spectacular throughout any of the shows, um, other than the fact that Sheamus uh, basically booted uh, Drew McIntyre to uh, set up that that rivalry. Um, yeah, we we had already talked about what what had transpired on AEW anyway. We did yes. So the, the main, that was the biggest thing for AEW was was uh, Kenta. Was uh, Pen- uh, I almost said Penta. Kenta, yes. <laughs> and if you notice, if you mm. notice really quick, please, he had on a new Bullet Club shirt. Yes. Because New Japan is opening up a dojo in Orlando. Really? So his Bullet Club shirt actually said, Go to Sleep Club Orlando, and it was a picture of the state of Florida. Hmm. That's right. Right. So. Thank you for clearing that up. I didn't realize. And. That. New Japan is also, they announced a TV deal, I believe, with the Roku channel. Don't ask me where to find it because I couldn't find it. Yeah, that's... I think it's just Roku. I think you need Roku. Okay. I think that's what it is. Well, have fun with that. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, Bad Bunny, speaking of which, was on Miss TV, brought out Damien Priest. Um, and then he also had a spot uh, with that top rope uh, Snoop Dogg spot, but he did it much better than Snoop Dogg did. Way better. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't a, it wasn't a, a scary moment as uh, Snoop Dogg had. Um, Miz, Miz, Miz TV, Naomi and uh, Lana earned a tag team title opportunity when they had the triple threat match, which is very interesting that they won that. Uh, Jeff Hardy and Carlito reunite and defeat uh, Riker and Elias. Uh, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, 
And then we had the main event with Edge and Orton, um, where lights went out and Alexa Bliss is sitting on the the turnbuckle and is spewing black ooze from her mouth. Um, Edge uh, got the spear and, and, and won. So that is the end of that. According to them, the end of that rivalry. <laughs> Edge and Orton, that is it for the 50,000th time. This this match here, uh, which I actually enjoyed better than uh, the greatest wrestling match ever. Uh, <laughs> this is the greatest show. Oh, oh, oh. Um, anything from NXT other than we had uh, a Dusty Classic. So Ciampa and Thatcher actually surprisingly beat UE. Uh, Not surprisingly if you see the past winners of the Dusty Classic. Okay. Okay. Not, none of the past winners other than UE have been a formed tag team beforehand. It was Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, UE, and then uh, Riddle and Pete Dunne. Got it. Yeah, so, so just like these, these random tag teams. Um, it's weird. Two things I want to point out from NXT was that it's weird how they're having Santos Escobar. I mean, Karrion Cross possibly go into a feud with Santos Escobar. Yeah, that was interesting. Um, I don't understand how it, seems like a drop. it could be for the for the title. It just makes sense because it means that Karrion Cross would need to lose at least thirty pounds, <laughs> and least, that's, that's just to make two hundred five. And I don't think that's going to happen. That's not happening. So he is basically he set up two feuds in, in one night. He set up that feud with Santos, and then at the end of the night, he set up the this thing happening with Edge. Oh my um, god! So that would be awesome. Let's <laughs> see if they can get to Cross and Edge. Tell um, me that didn't remind you of like a Cena Undertaker type thing. Okay. Obviously, the context not the same. But like it was like this rook Hall of Famer just won the Royal Rumble, and then you have this up and comer who's right. made a, made a name for himself on not WWE television, and right. then now he's on WWE television. Right, right. yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. Um, Dakota Kai and Ra- Raquel Gonzalez, who I'm I, again, I'm absolutely in love with her. Uh, her Instagram, she's absolutely gorgeous, and she does her her wrestling does her no justice. She's she's beautiful. Um, they're moving on in the Dusty Classic. Uh, Austin Theory uh, destroy destroys Leon Ruff. That that finishing move, the ATL, just good God. <laughs> and he did it twice. Um, let's see here. Uh, uh, just going through everything really quickly. Uh, Legado del Fantasma defeating Lucha House Party. They're moving on. Edge. No, nowhere in this week, by the way, did Edge make a decision as far as uh, <laughs> as far as a belt. So I'm just putting that out there. Uh, Tony Storm, thank you, Tony Storm, for being awesome. Um, defeating uh, Jessica Mia, another just she's gorgeous. Uh, Sanchez she's a Escobar. new signing, I think. She's really good. Not, no, she's not a new signing. I'm sorry about that. Really there good. was some new signings. Yes, recently. One of them being B. Priestley. No, who was the other one? Priscilla Kelly. Okay. Priscilla Kelly, also known as Darby Allen's ex-wife. Oh, good to know. Um, <laughs> uh, Escobar defeating Kurt Stallion, and that, 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 as you mentioned before, with uh, Karrion Cross coming out. Um, and by the way, the entire time was, uh, what's her name? Was, was in the rafters. Scarlet. Uh, Scarlet's so hot. Um, and then we, we mentioned, uh, Yui getting defeated by Ciampa and Thatcher. And then finally, we mentioned AEW Ready. Finally, uh, SmackDown with Cesaro just getting a push of a lifetime because. You know, Daniel Bryan just wants to give him a push before he leaves. Reigns calling out Edge beforehand, uh, saying that you have to make a decision, even though he never did. Uh, Mysterio defeating King Corbin without his uh, his crew by his side because they're gone, fired. Uh, Cesaro defeating Bryan, as I just mentioned. 
uh, Bailey defeating Ruby Riot. Uh, finally got to hear from your Royal Rumble winner uh, in Bianca Belair. Carmella comes out. Um, and then Sasha Banks comes out and Reginald uh, gets destroyed. Uh, oh, D- Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode defeating Otis and Chad Gable. Uh, Big E in an awesome triple threat match for the IC title. Um, Big E t- uh, wins that, retains. And then uh, Edge it, it was going to make a decision. Roman Reigns comes out, and then Kevin Owens stuns him. Uh, and we are still <laughs> with that storyline. Uh, just appeared out of nowhere. And that's when it went off air, and that was that was SmackDown. So quick recap of everything that happened this week. Nothing nothing too big, nothing too exciting. Um so again, like I said, with nothing uh, as far as edge uh, and the decision there, but uh, it will happen. Just stretch it out. We're we're, in, we're not in a rush. Um, give it another week or two, and then you can build up on that storyline. Uh, assumingly, it's going to be Reigns because that just yeah. seems like the best way to go. Um, or it, Finn. Finn. Finn would, Finn would, would be not really be good. A bad one. Finn would be really good, man. Like Finn. Finn and Edge would be just an amazing spot. But yep. but if NXT, which the the these. Uh, rumors are that NXT will actually have their first match at a Mania. And if that's the case... That's not true exactly. A championship match? Uh, the NXT championship was on the line last year. Oh, but Charlotte. the women. I'm sorry, you're right. I'm sorry. Let me take that back. The, the men... and their <laughs> I'm not even close. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. that see, that's, that's, how, that's, how, that's how much I wanted... I, like, you don't remember The Fiend <laughs> in that match... I feel like Rhea Ripley got screwed over, and she should have had the belt longer. That's my excuse. I'm sticking with it. Um, anyway, NXT is going to have a, a rumor to have a championship match this year at Mania, and I feel like Balor should headline it with like Adam Cole. It's got to be like two big names. Yeah. Um, uh, even though Cross is very intimidating and very great, um, I still think it needs to be like two bigger names. So, unless you put him in a triple threat. Unless you put him this in way, it would get Cross a bigger name. It would. You you have you have Karrion Cross win the NXT Championship at WrestleMania against both Finn Balor, who is the champion, and Adam Cole. Right. Yeah. So uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So yeah. Uh, hopefully, uh, you know, get more information as, as to what's going to happen this week with Edge and who he's going to choose. Uh, also with Bianca. And uh, who she's going to choose, and all yes. things all things NXT with the Dusty Cup, and uh, good week, good stuff. Anything else before we close out? Uh, I read somewhere that Hikaru Shida is no longer in the states. Yes, she's no longer stateside. She is in Japan, and she will be, uh, I guess, review not reviewing, uh, scouting the potential talent in the Japanese side of the AEW women's world championship number one contender tournament uh <laughs> that was a lot to get out did you get, it, get that out she said she uh in japanese uh she tweeted that and then she said in english i'm in J- i'm in japan now of course it's for AEW women's tournament yeah so we'll see what happens with uh so 16 women shida hikuru uh 16 women in that tournament eight eight from the u.s eight from uh, japan japan um, gotta say, like Street Fighter, Japan, and uh, yeah. So looking forward to that. And yeah, anything else before we get going? That's it, my friend. Who uh, who do you have for uh, tonight in the bowl of supers? Or I got the Tampa Bay Gronkineers. 
What is the over under on him having? Uh, I'm, I'm going to put the number at 80 for amount of yards for Gronk. Gronk? No, he hasn't been doing that much wide receiver action. That's what I'm saying. On, so I'm, I'm putting Tampa. I'm putting so the number 80? at 80. Yeah. All right, I can see that. Put a low Only number. because he like he could just get a screen pass and then just drag people for 20 yards. Uh, he, he could. He could. So. Okay, so you got that. We'll see what happens. We'll report next week, and I hope. I got the Chiefs. That Tom never thought of this be coming out of my mouth, but I hope that Tom Brady and, and Gronk win another Super Bowl. Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Only because I, I just I have not gotten over last year. It's not going to happen. I still haven't gotten over 2012. So we'll just that's another story for me. I'm I'm crying for you. I really am. Uh, World's smallest violin. I bet. Yeah. Yep. I can't even find it. So small. So on our way out. Regulators. Regulators. Regulate any stealing of his property. Such an awesome song. Good pick. Good choice. Please hit us up on the Twitters at Sons of Slam Show, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. Mount up. Chris Mindell. Reaper Joe Black, we are out. Deuce it. So I hooks a left on two one and Lewis, some brothers shooting dice. So I said, let's do this. I jumped out the rock and said, what's up? Some brothers put some gas. So I said, I'm stuck. These girls peeping me, I'm on glide and swerve. These hookers looking so hard, they straight hit the curve. Want to bigger, better things than some horny tricks? I see my homie and some suckers all in his mix. I'm getting jacked, I'm breaking myself. I can't believe they taking Warren's wealth. They took my rings, they took my Rolex. I looked at the brother, said, damn, what's next? They got my homie hemmed up and they all around. Can't none of them see him if they going straight pound for pound. They want to come up real quick before they start to clown. I best pull out my strap and lay them busters down. They got guns to my head. I think I'm going down. I can't believe it's happening in my own town. If I had wings, I would fly. Let me contemplate. I glance in the cut and I see my homie Nate. Sixteen in the clip and one in the hole. Nate Dog is about to make somebody's turn cold. Now they dropping and yelling, it's a tad bit late. Nate Dog and Warren G had to regulate. The Sons of Slam Podcast.